I wish our churches would take a little study in that today and say, Lord, what have you got against me? What does God have against you as an individual? Is there any deliberate, habitual rebellion against God in your life? Is it omission, something that you ought to do and not do, and you're not doing? The good that I would, I do not. Is it commission, the evil that I would not, that I do? Is it a sin of the Spirit? Let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, disposition. It's not how you act at the Lord's table that tells the tale. It's how you act at the breakfast table. It takes two cups of coffee to make you fit to live with in the morning. You ought to go to the mourner's bed. How about your disposition? That's what God saved you for to make you like Jesus. That's the meaning of predestination. I've heard some preachers try to explain it. It's one reason why I quit. But I know the purpose of it. I was predestinated to be conformed to the image of God's Son. Now, are you any more like Jesus than you were ten years ago? You ought to be. That's what it's all about. It's your disposition. Growl all day and wonder why you're dog tired at night. Watch it. Watch it. The worst enemies Jesus had when he was on earth were not the bums and the bootleggers. Do you realize that the worst enemies and the crowd that spearheaded the move that hung him on a cross were folks that went to church, prayed in public, read the Bible, all of them tithers, lived clean moral lives, separated from the world, and went to hell? And he said, if your righteousness doesn't exceed that, you won't make it. And the publicans and harlots will get there before you. That's our problem, and we fill churches with a tremendous majority. I'm afraid of that right. Or is it something doubtful in your life? Whatsoever is not a faith, is sin. If it's got a question mark after it, you ought to give it up to God. If it's all right, he'll give it back to you. If it's not all right, you didn't need it anyhow. Let him straighten out that old question mark into an exclamation point. Turn it all over to him. And then how about you and somebody else? Is there something between you and somebody else not that you've not tried to straighten out? Maybe you couldn't, but you haven't even tried. Jesus said if you bring your gift to the altar, you bring your duplex envelope to church on Sunday, and remember that your brother has ought against you, hang on to that envelope. Till you get right with your brother. That sure would ruin a lot of offerings on Sunday morning over the country. I heard a woman say she was teacher of a ladies' Bible class ten years before she ever got right with God. Said, I went down to an old Methodist altar and knelt and said, Lord, I'll go to Africa, I'll go to India, I'll go anywhere. And God said, I don't want you in Africa. I don't want you in India. I want you to get right with Susie right here in the church. Oh, she said, I hadn't thought about that. And I started over, Lord, I'll go to Africa. She said, I'd rather go to Africa any time than get right with Susie in the church. <laughs> the Lord said, you've got to get right with Susie. Right here in the church. That's the way revival starts. I had a meeting up in the mountains of western North Carolina not long ago, and a fellow hunted up somebody he'd cheated in a horse deal 25 years ago. Not only apologized, but paid him back the money he'd chipped him out of. Now, that's revival. 
Billy Sunday said he went to the bank when he was a young Christian. They gave him $25 more than the bank called for, and he thought, well, that's their mistake. So he said, I just pocketed it. He said, I tried to pray. Next time I tried to pray, the Lord said, $25, Bill. <laughs> said, I went on for about a week and got to where God said $25 and interest, Bill. <laughs> and he said, I had no peace in my heart till I took that money back to that bank, told him what had happened. Now, beloved, you may not have done that. Maybe it's family discord. Let me tell you, after a year of sorrow, you tell that good man, that good woman, be your side tonight, what they mean to you. Because if you don't, the day will come and you give every blessed thing you've got for one day any old day with them. And if there's anything wrong, straighten it out before you retire. There's a lot of sin in our church families today. Just these, we think they're little things, but they spoil the testimony. God isn't pleased. We're not growing in grace. And sometimes the teenagers, sometimes the kids need to go home and say, Dad, Mother, I've not been acting like a Christian. I'm ashamed of myself. Forgive me. Sometimes parents need to say that to their children. Bible says so. Everything all right at home? How are you doing this way? How are you doing this way? When God's people get right both ways, that's revival. Not a lot of noise, necessarily. It's just a new beginning of obedience to God. Now, you look like we're all pretty well satisfied here tonight, but I've faced crowds too long to take them for granted. I'm just going to give you the opportunity, and then Brother Taylor's going to finish up. I want the choir maybe just to sing softly, Jesus, keep me near the cross. And uh, would you be humble enough now, I'm not asking for the usual parade of rededicators. I'm not interested in that at all. I'd rather have three people down here that mean business with God tonight. And if you've been convicted by the Holy Spirit through the Word of God that there's something wrong this way or this way and you need to get right with God, now it'll take a lot of grace and gumption to get up and come down with everybody looking at you and kneel here and tell the Lord, but that's what it takes. Tell him what it is and then get up from your knees prepared to do something about it with that person that's at odds with you or whatever the trouble may be. It's that simple and it's just that difficult. But that's the way victory lies. I can't believe that everybody in here is in such good shape that we don't need to do it. And when they sing, I want you to face the cross as represented even by this pulpit tonight. How am I doing this way? How am I doing that way? And if there's anything wrong with either direction, would you just slip down here and kneel and tell the Lord about it? I think we ought to stand while the choir sings that song.